If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, and there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app today, or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thank you to Anchor for sponsoring this episode, and make sure to enjoy. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's completely free, and there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimal listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app today, or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thank you for Anchor sponsoring this podcast. Enjoy. Apple just finished up their spring-loaded event, and it was packed. Sadly, not with people. Just with their newest and greatest products. They introduced many new things in it, being the most packed spring event ever. The first thing Apple announced was Apple Card Family. With this service, users can share credit cards and scores with other members of the family, including spouses and children over 13. Apple claims this is one of their moves to redesign how credit cards work, and I agree. This might not be the broadest feature, but there is a market for it. Next Apple announced updates to Apple Podcasts, including a redesigned app and Apple Podcasts subscriptions. Apple Podcasts subscriptions is not like an Apple TV Plus, where Apple offers exclusive content. It is instead more of like a Patreon. This allows creators to host monthly subscriptions that allow the listener to access bonus, ad-free, and early content. As a podcast creator myself, I find huge potential in this platform and am excited to try it out when it comes out in May. Check out my podcast here, https colon slash slash open.spotify.com slash show slash 1cgzp3s dim2 eastern up. C equals GM Trixiskiki. Vfix. LD. LDW. The redesigned Apple Podcasts app has actually been available for more than a month on iOS 14.5 beta, and I have been using it for around a month now. The new design is very refreshing, and I almost switched from Spotify to Apple Podcast because of it. The overall functionality of Spotify and having music in the same app made me go back to Spotify though. Apple Podcast's new layout and the show page left versus Spotify's layout right. Our first product announcement of the event was actually quite a surprise, a purple iPhone 12 and 12 mini color. I really like the color, but was very surprised when it came out. I would not personally buy one, I would rather the blue, but I think they really nailed the purple. They came. Yes, they came. AirTags finally came out. Apple autocorrect literally just corrected me because apparently AirTags is not a word, AirTags are like tile trackers but use Apple's Find My Network and U1 chip. They come in at very surprisingly cheap at only $30, right around the price of the tile trackers. I think these are a phenomenal deal, and if you would use something like this and have an iPhone, These are without a doubt the best choice. The only drawback is you need to purchase an accessory to attach them to things, and the current first and tune party ones are more expensive than the AirTags are. Honestly I am still blown away by the price of AirTags, I thought they were going to be $100. By the way, you can actually get a pack of 4 AirTags for $100. Do I really need to talk about it? Fine. Apple also announced an Apple TV 4K, and since this is the first time it has been updated since 2017, you would think it would be exciting. Well, it's not. It is equipped with the Apple A12 chip, which preforms very similar to the A10X of the last model. 
It is a little faster in CPU speeds, but as for graphics, the A10X actually usually preforms better. This new TV is equipped with a color calibration feature, so you can use sensors on your iPhone to get accurate colors on your TV display. The only exciting feature of this new TV is the new Siri remote. It has volume and power buttons. It also finally has a physical click wheel, so you can click or touch to scroll. This remote will be a universal remote for everything for your TV, and it will be much better than the old one. And then there's the iMac. The iMac that we have all been so patiently waiting for, after so many redesign leaks. This iMac was supposed to have a bezel-less, iPad Pro on a stick design with the M1X chip. Instead, Apple showed us an M1-powered iMac that now has white bezels and a colored chin. That's right, still big bezels, still huge chin. Everything about this design bothers me. The white bezels look so weird, the lighter colors on the front look awful, the chin with no logo on it looks really out of place, and the different shades of colors throughout the computer are just bad. It comes in seven horrible colors, except for silver, the only good one. This computer literally looks like someone decided to make a Mac for kids, like for babies. I am not very upset that the iMac only comes with the M1, it is the same price as the MacBook Pro after all. But, I honestly cannot get myself to think about anything else about this technologically advanced machine but the bezels. Apple really missed the mark on this design, and I really hope they will fix it very soon. Which brings us perfectly to another thing I hope Apple will fix soon, iPodos. Apple announced their new iPad Pro today with is basically a great spec bump. Completely welcome, but with no software to optimize for the extra power, what's the point? The iPad Pro also has the M1 chip, paired with 8GB of RAM on 128GB, 256GB, and 512GB, 2GB more than last year's 6GB, and 16GB, the most ever in an iPad, in the 1TB and 2TB. Yes, they introduced a 2TB version. Not for me, but maybe for some people. The iPad Pro's USB-C port now supports Thunderbolt. This allows a much wider range of accessories to be compatible with the iPad. It also now has 5G. Ugh. I hate 5G on phone, and I hate it on tablets. Just like we expected, the 12.9-inch iPad Pro has mini-LED. This allows for an 1,000,000,000,000,000 contrast ratio, up to 1,600 nits of peak brightness while watching HDR content only 1000 nits on SDR, and local dimming zones. Basically, your iPad blacks will look very black, the blues will look very blue, and every color will also look very good. And it will be much brighter. This new screen technology does come at the cost of an extra $100 versus last year's model, but I think that's fine. Again, I am really looking for iPodos 15 because iPad hardware is great, it is the software that needs the update. Well, that was Apple's April 20th event. A lot got announced, and we will be covering it more in depth in the future.